This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. Podcast time on a Tuesday. No feel Tuesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, are we going to discuss this uh, Brooklyn uh, bombing of the subway I, station? You always are the ones that print out the stories. Wherever you go, I go. Well, I didn't print anything out. I thought I would just go by feel. Well, it's uh, 10.03 as we're recording this, so who knows what information we'll get throughout the day. But, uh, it ain't good. No, and it's is, uh, you know, this is New York City. But to me, you know, a lot of people have say like, oh, you know, this is the Blasio and all this stuff. I feel like New York City has always been, as far as my, in my entire life, going from like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, there's always things like this in New York City. It just, this is New York City. Like, it's it, a target. Not only is it a target, it has never been a place I was like, I would like to live there. I want to spend more time here. Never. Ever. Me neither. I mean, so, we, me and you have detailed this. So sometimes, now this thing is more horrific than usual, that uh, the bombs were set off down in the subways. That's what it is, right? It was some were sort they of ex- detonated? Uh, some- the last thing I read was uh, there were a lot of people shot yeah. and that they found I undetonated gotcha. bombs. But I, that could have changed in the last 10 minutes. I don't know. Right. But I'm so used to New York City in particular like this. Like when I see things... I don't know what things we make a big deal out of and which things we don't because the people get kicked and thrown in front of subway cars on a regular basis. There was... I guess when it's multiple things all at one time like this, you know, someone going down there shooting people, people get shot in the subway all the time. Well, I think that there's probably a great... And this is not right. Um, Please don't misunderstand me. But I think there's probably a greater overall fear when you think it... It's a terrorist attack from someone outside the country. Right. Rather than our own lunatics. Yeah. As opposed to a random lunatic. Like, and we see 1010 Wins puts out the videos all the time. And there was one this morning where a guy goes into a Chinese restaurant. A guy's waiting. It looks like he's waiting to pay. And a guy just jumps him. Yeah. And there's cameras everywhere and it doesn't deter anybody. And I, you know, it's almost like people see that like, oh, another lunatic in New York. As opposed to something like this, they're like, oh my God, are we under attack? And I don't, I'm not, again, not saying it's right or wrong, but it's almost like they see the random act of violence and they think random act of violence and you deal with it and you move on. This gets people's attention and it all should get your attention. Exactly. I always feel like after 9-11, like when that happened, that there was, there was an 
we were not going to be attacked by a organized terror group in a small way. So hitting one Brooklyn station, that didn't seem like something. I always felt like the terrorists always up their game. The next one goes up a level. You know what I mean? So to this to me seems like just some rando lunatic. Might be. I don't know. It, who, might, it might be. But there's got to be some sort of coordination to get those bombs in. But I, I just was, like I, don't, I can't imagine it's just one guy. It's got to be some group of people that were able to put this together. I don't. I I legitimately don't understand why people live in major cities ever. I like, don't know. Like especially like I'm thinking like New York, Los Angeles, San mm-hmm. Francisco, the places where you just see like. Just, it's not beautiful. It's not beautiful. No, I couldn't agree with you more. There was I I've told you this before. There was a very, very brief time that I wanted to move into. Uh, it wasn't even Manhattan. I actually wanted to live by by Queens, by work, because I I just didn't want to draw the traffic and the drive. And we had me and my wife had just gotten married, and I said, you know what? If we're ever going to do it, let's do it now for a year, and then we'll move back into Jersey in the suburb. Like this, this drive's killing me, and she wanted no part of it. So we never did it, and right. I'm glad we never did it, and it's fine. But other than that. I would not ever move into the city, ever, ever. Yeah, like the commute is no fun. And driving home, I I do like on days like this where I, as I'm driving further and further, I keep going, oh, I'm getting further and further away from this Dude, I dump know. I know. of a city. I'm, I'm with you. Like take a deep breath when you get out of the tunnel. I couldn't imagine living in Los Angeles either or San Francisco or Portland, any of these cities that... That uh, let terrorist groups take over their towns and then just well, let just, them do whatever they want. No chance. I will never go to Portland from what I saw on the news. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, Seattle, the, no the more. The thing that's weird about L.A. is L.A. isn't a city like New York is. Yeah. L.A. is so spread out that you could theoretically be living in, in L.A. and feel like you're living in the city, and yet you're nowhere near the city. But, yeah, like LA downtown, like they have Skid Row where they just let sure. people 100%. live in tents. But the, yes, but you can find crappy areas in the suburbs, too. I, so that this, to me, this city, while I'm sure has its nice parts, I'm not interested right. in no way, shape, or form. I mean, there are parts down the Jersey Shore that are terrible, too. Absolutely. So... That's why, to me, L.A. is a little different from New York. New York is just, it's so condensed and tight, and there's no space. L.A. is spread out, at least, but I'm with you on the other. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, I and I don't understand, like, if you if you don't have, like, to me, New York City is either, if you have a lot of money, you insulate yourself in some big high-rise that's protected. Although I don't know why you'd want to then like go out onto the streets, but I don't understand people that don't have a lot of money that decide New York is where they're going to be. So then you are have to take the subway and you have to take the bus or you have to live in bad parts of town and the yeah. rent is still over $2,000 a month. Why wouldn't you choose somewhere else to live? I don't know. You'd have to ask those people that do it. I yeah. don't know. I do not know. And I, I really don't know why businesses are here anymore. And and if there's one thing we got from the pandemic, it's that people and places can work remotely. So why would you spend the money? Why does this place continue to spend the money? I have no idea. 
Why not just have a, a command center in Secaucus? Yeah. And I mean, I, I can tell you right now, and they were way ahead of their times with this, but when I worked for Sirius NFL Radio back in 2003, 4, and 5, three years I worked there, mostly during the football season, but I worked a little bit during the summer too when it was slow because people were on vacation. That was the early years of satellite radio. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. They were way ahead of their times. Maybe it was 4, 5, and 6. I forget, but it was right around, right around there. Early to mid two thousands, I would say. Um, I never worked with a, with a host in studio, ever. I understood why the anchors had to go in because of playing sound and tape, and like I got all that and never complained about it. I never once worked with a live host. They were from all over the country, and you would have a stu- you would have the host and a former player or a former coach or whoever it might be, and they were always sunk up together with the ISDN lines back in the day, not a Comrex. They were the ISDN lines back in the day. And it worked. You know, yeah, there was a little pause and a little leg, but it's like anything. As much as doing the shows on Zoom aren't the same, in fairness, after a few months of it, we all got pretty used to it. And you kind of, it's the, it's like anything. So they have perfected that. Why they spend that money in that building, where they are, no clue. Right, they're in the McGraw Hill building, seriously. Why? In in uh, by Radio City Music Hall. I mean, you want to say what? Because you can get some live performances once in a while. Okay, that's not why I'm paying for Sirius. I'm paying for no commercials. I want to hear music. But it's I'm there. Uh, command Center should be Kansas. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like why? There's no need to spend what they're spending. Same thing here. And you're right. Like, there's. It's not to say like down the Jersey Shore. There's not bad areas. We're not gonna. The bombs aren't going off underground. Yeah, there's no underground for them to happen. That is that true. That's true. That's a good point, that Jerry. Very true. Uh, the whole thing is. I'm sick of everything. Human beings, Jerry. My man. Welcome in. Welcome. It's, we it's, welcome you with open arms, Al. It's enough of the human beings and the human race. We've had enough, Jerry. Yeah. People treating people like trash. It's terrible. Yeah. It really is. And it's also weird, too, because when Boomer and Geo, Boomer in particular, you know, seemed ang- super angry about 100%. it. 100%. The, the calls I get in the Twitter, we're in a weird time in that we give criminals the benefit of the doubt. Always. Like, there is a certain number of, there are certain types of people that will always defend a criminal first. And then, oh, you can't say that. You don't know. No. Stop defending criminals. It's so stupid. Like, we're in an era now where criminals get the benefit of the doubt. Cops don't. Yes. Right? Correct. That's a bizarre place to live. Sure is. I don't live there, Jerry. The uh, what's the phrase? You'd rather see a hundred criminals go free than one guilty man go to prison. Yeah, I'd never believe that. Well, I'm, I'm just telling. <laughs> hey, listen, you unfortunately you're one of the innocent <laughs> guys. Unless it's you, you. gotta go. Unless it's me, but I'm not gonna get caught up. <laughs> they don't just pick random people out of the blue and send them to jail. You had to get involved somehow. But you've heard that. You've I heard have. that phrase before. I have heard that. I'd never believe that. I say, listen, it's pretty good odds. Every once in a while, an innocent person <laughs> goes to jail. I know one of uh, someone I know is a cop. And he, I mean, he tells me 
how incredibly difficult. He's like, don't you don't want to be a cop these days? He goes, I and he's only four years from retirement now. Yeah, and he's like, and that's great, and I can't wait for the day when he got into it. He never thought about retirement. He goes, even as recently as five, six years ago, he was never thinking about retirement. Now it's all he thinks about. Just get me to, and he's got the date circled. He's just get me to that date. It's tough, really tough. But so. this has been going on for years and years and years. New York City uh, was yes. a dump in oh, the 100%. 70s. It yeah. was a dump in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, then I'm when not. Giuliani came in, he cleaned it up. Then Bloomberg kept it going. Yep. And now it's a dump again. It's a cycle. Yeah, it's terrible. It really is terrible. I want no part of it. I really don't. I, I've How many times have we said, if I never step foot in the city ever again till the day I died, I'm fine. Right. Don't need it. Don't want it. I'm good. Correct. I still go to a Met game. Not but me. I don't mean New York City. I don't want to come into this Manhattan island. Why? Queens ain't so good either. Yeah, Queens but I'll go to a, a baseball dump. game. I like going to games. You know that. You know that. Could you parachute me into a game? Maybe I would go and then have a Maybe. helicopter scoop me Just up. Just go watch them the in end. Philly. I just watch them on my television. It's beautiful HD. You really don't TV. like the experience at all. It's do you? all right. See, I love it. I do. I don't like I, it with bad weather. I don't. I don't like I getting love going there to games. and going. I agree. Home, getting home. There that is no doubt me. that that makes it um, a lot less fun, or it gives me more anxiety. I think what gives me more anxiety than even getting there is getting out of the goddamn parking lot when the game's over. That I can't stand. But if I had the like if my kids didn't, if my kids went to public school and I had more money available, I would, and time, and I need time, I would love to be a season ticket holder for, I can't say, not like Evan. Evan's nuts. But I would pick one of the Mets, the Devils. Um, I won't say the Nets because there's no way I'm going to Brooklyn every game. But Mets, Devils, if I had to pick, probably the Devils because it's so easy. I would love to do that. Love it. I like, you know, but that's me. We're different. We are a little bit different, Jerry. We are different. Slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> Actually, find me where we're the same. On a, well, we both hate crime. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we both don't like criminals. We both don't stick up for criminals. Matter of fact, what are we doing? Uh, get Batman on the scene. Yeah. Let's go. Get oh. your ass out of here. I would love if Batman could get involved in fighting crime in New York City. <laughs> Start drop kicking people. I know a guy who thinks he's Batman. Sick of it. I, I know. Sick of them all, Jerry. I, I totally understand. It's very it's depressing. I'm gonna all drive things around, depressing. I'm going to drive around in an armored car <laughs> in case I get shot at while I'm coming I into know. New York. I know. I know. Depressing. There's nothing else to say. And I just hope more people are okay than aren't because the early stories were not good. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? I did have an erectile... Issue uh, that is article. a weird transition. It is a weird transition, but <laughs> since we're warning people, Jerry, scientists are issuing a warning about shockwave therapy for erectile dysfunction. And I have actually seen commercials for this. Shockwave therapy. Shockwave okay, so what therapy. Is the, first of all, what is it supposed to do? And then what's the warning? Uh, let's see. Men are looking to uh, uh, fix their erectile dysfunction. Supposed to help with the stiffness. And it says if a clinic is using a non-FDA-approved shockwave therapy, there's a chance you're looking at a high medical bill from someone who may not be the best person to perform the treatment, according to this new study I'm reading from. It uh, uses targeted sound waves to enhance blood flow and keep your erection firm. 
it's performed primarily by non-urologists oh. and is not standardized. But why would you ever go to someone that's not a urologist? Because people are desperate. Right, but... Because maybe maybe because uh, urologists aren't doing shockwave therapy. So you hear about the shockwave therapy and you think, mm, maybe I'll go over here. Okay, that's all right. That's fair. I, that's fair. I'm not going to get in someone's mind. Okay. I just don't know that... That's like saying I'm going to go to you know, a gynecologist to take a look at my heart. Why would you go to a different doctor or someone who's not even licensed in medicine right. to do something on that part of your body or any part of your body? This article says that an appealing option of shockwave therapy is that it will cure erectile dysfunction rather than temporarily treat it. However, there is a lack of high-quality evidence that supports this. Currently, the Food and Drug Administration does not approve shockwave therapy. And it is not covered by your insurance, Jerry, so don't try to submit that. I'm not trying. I don't need to. I'm good. I'm fine. The American Urology Association has chimed in saying shockwave therapy is investigational and recommends that researchers only use it in clinical trials. So Who the hell would... Well, no, never mind. I do know people that are desperate would sign up for that clinical trial. Yeah, when people are desperate, Jerry, and they're, I know, and, I know, I know, and they're hiding, and yep. they're hiding it from people, so then you'll give it a shot. Yeah. Just no like doubt. there's one of these cures where you shoot a needle into your penis. Like you, you're you getting romantic. You run into the other room. Come on. You go, oh, I have to run to the bathroom. You run in there and you Does that kill the mood? Well, no, you're running into the bathroom real quick to freshen up. It still uh, kills the mood. And then you shoot, and then you show out. Then you, like you go running in there, then you come out with a boner. How has that worked for you? <laughs> I would never give myself a needle in the wiener. <laughs> never. <laughs> Pills sounds so much easier. Yes, it does. Yes, or blue it does. chews that I hear advertised. How many do you take? Is that one? Is it two? Is it like an Advil? Of what? Boner pills? Yeah. One. That's what I take. Have you ever you. tried to? No, I don't. I think it'd be very dangerous. It would be, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that's. So dangerous. I don't know because you have different dosages, maybe. There are different dosages, yeah. You do know a lot about this. So then maybe you do take two. I don't know. <laughs> if it's very weak. <laughs> if you want to really rage your... Oh, my God. If you want a, a raging night. A raging night for you is how long? A raging night for yeah. me? If I had a blue pill? That you would sign up for right now. Uh, when are we starting? <laughs> well, not until you get home. <laughs> so not now. Friday night, 8 p.m. You've had a couple of drinks. Okay. You've gone out for dinner. Okay. You've had a nice night. Have I digested my food? All right, fine, 9 o'clock. Well, you've eaten at 2.30. Jesus. 9 p.m., something strikes the mood. A rager? Yes. Like it's going to be... Did you have relations for three hours? No. Oh, Okay. Well, why not? Okay, all right. Three hours? No You're chance. You're doing different things. Not me. Two hours? No. Oh I thought God. you were going to give what me... What kind of rager is this? I thought you were going to give me 30 minutes tops. This is a boner of a relationship. What? All right, how about... How would you say tops? An 30 hour? minutes? No. That's not a rager. What? That's nothing. That's a rager for me. You said rager. Yeah. That's got to be at least an hour of activity. I didn't say in one set position for the hour, doing different things for at least an hour. 
I don't think until you get to an hour you can you can't call it a rager. No. I thought a rager you meant like three four hours. No, of I activity. thought you meant like thirty minutes. No, rager time. That's called a normal Friday night for a lot of people. Thirty minutes, start to finish of yeah. activity. Again, I'm not talking about one specific thing. Right. Start to finish. Yeah, I can't. Them. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I run out of interest. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thirty minutes. You run out of interest. <laughs> seen one? You seen them all, Jerry? <laughs> ID channels on. I haven't seen this one. <laughs> I'm tired on a Friday night. I had to get to bed. Is the rager longer on Saturday? No. And we know they don't exist Sunday through Thursday. No. No ragers, Jerry. All right. I don't know. I got to rethink what ragers mean. Apparently so. Time of a rager. Yeah. Your rager is um, not much of a rage. No. It's more uh, of like a... Um, It's more like a... Um, appetizer. <laughs> apps. Dietary appetizers. Sounds about right. All right, Jerry, let's leave. All right. I got to get out of this city. I need to run to the suburbs <laughs> where it's safe. For the most part, suburbs could still be dangerous. 100% but, they could. But when things happen in the suburbs, you get surprised by them. When things happen in New York City, it's like, yeah, this is New York City. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I understand All right, totally. Let's do. Uh, let's get ready for the warm-up show that we did this morning, and we'll do another warm-up show tomorrow on a Wednesday at 5 a.m. See you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Be part of the show. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, let's do this on a Tuesday morning after a tough, tough sports night. 501, the Eddie Scazzeri. Good to see you as always, and always good to see Al Alec Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, I believe on my ride in today, I go from a Bradley Beach, New Jersey, that's the Jersey Shore, to New York City. I believe there were more roads closed than open. Is that it possible? It is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Jerry. Then I had to fight the trucks because they closed the yep. car lane on the turnpike. I'm fist fighting trucks. Now you're. I thought you don't take the turnpike. Well, my uh, my road was closed to go to the other way. So you had to go closed. Lincoln Tunnel, or did no, you no? No, go... I, I went to Gothel's Bridge. Oh, jeez. But Good I was just Lord. fighting trucks the whole time. I got to tell you, Boxing I don't know them out. what has happened. The amount of traffic between three and four o'clock in the morning the last yeah. month is insane. Because well, they closed all the roads, they jam them I all guess. into one. And then you know how we always talk about no matter where we go, we find different ways to get here and yes. different places to park. And once we settle in, boom, more construction yes. and things change. So it's like, oh, this is a new way to come in. So I have, for the last six months or so, I've settled into a nice routine with the Lincoln Tunnel to 7th Avenue. 
And now 7th Avenue shut down for about a three-block radius because they're tearing up the road. Shut it down! It's un- We're just tearing up roads. Let's tear up some roads. Unreal. It's real. It's frustrating. I felt like when I'm on the turnpike and I'm just in the truck lane, I'm fighting truck. I feel like like um, a basketball player, like a short guy under the basket and all tall dudes around me. He's getting left lane. And do more than 62 miles I an hour. I can't get over there, Jerry. Yes, There's can. all trucks oh, in my way. stop it. I do the truck lanes all the time, as you know. Stop. You do love to fight the trucks. Grow a set. Like you, <laughs> you are the one guy I know that chooses the truck lanes. I prefer it. Yeah. You love to fight the trucks. I do prefer the truck lanes. You like the battle. You like to fight well, above your weight. I find it easier. Grade, your weight grade weight? Weight grade? What did they say? it? You like to fight the trucks. I, but I don't find it to be a fight. I find it much easier oh. and less traffic. Sometimes, Because most people, you, are afraid to drive with the trucks. Then yesterday I had such a bad migraine. I actually, it was. I had such a migraine that my facial hair was annoying me that I shaved all the hair off of my head and face. And your legs and your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, a, I, I'm like a... Um, what You're like the like? cat from Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hairless cat right now. <laughs> yeah. I just got to a point where everything about my face was annoying me, and I just took a razor to it. Why not just have three Advil? I could have done that. Right. But this was so annoying me. I that hear you. Just like, Every once in a while, a man needs a reset. There you go. Remember Britney Spears when she needed a reset? She shaved her head. The shaving of the head... Is a great cleanse. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that as long yeah. as I can. So, all right. I have no interest in that. Jerry, the Mets... Uh, Stunk last night late. They were going along pretty good. Pretty good Jerry. Well, when you have a night where... They were pretty good. You're hitting the ball to one specific guy who can't throw the ball to first base. Yeah. You would think you're in line for a win. Who's that, the Phillies third baseman? Alec Bohm. Alec Bone? Bohm. Bohm? Yes. He made three errors. Three. The first one, he should have not thrown the ball. All right. He had no, the other two were just... Ugh. He did not have a good day. He did not. And yet they still came back and won the stupid thing. I'm looking, Jerry. Mets are up 4 nothing in the seventh inning. Yes. I checked seventh out inning. in the sixth inning. I really thought they I had, had the game won. First of all, they go up 3 nothing in the first inning. I know. That's when you shut it off. I, no. I stuck you with it like a little this. longer than that. You go early game. <laughs> shut it down. I we're up 3 nothing. We're going to cruise. I did not shut it down because Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom were on the mound. And to me, 3 nothing in that ballpark, no. And I, I love, you can't shut that down. I love Taiwan Walker, Jerry. I love the he's way injured. he was pitching. Now, he he's made of a pretzel stick. <laughs> all he these is guys made are. of pretzel sticks, they Jerry. They all are. He has a salted arm. Oh, my God. It snaps like a pretzel. So then he's hurt. Shoulder yeah. irritation. Oh, yeah. Everyone's shoulders and irritated. Trevor May has arm fatigue already. It's the fourth game or <laughs> fifth game. Excuse me. I, shoulder fatigue. So arm. he comes in relief, yes. Oh, my God. And yeah. he leaves possible arm. My arm might possibly get lost to both of you. Taiwan Walker, Trevor May, get out. I agree, man. Baseball in this day get and out. age with these injuries is a joke. Goodbye. It really is. Goodbye. When you're feeling like being a man, Jerry... And I'm talking. You know to who's his, a man? Who? Jordan Montgomery. What's his story? He got hit with the. Oh right, he got hit with the ground ball. And he just has a little stiffness. Yeah. Seems like he'll be okay. That guy kept pitching. These guys: Taiwan Walker, Trevor May. Get get out and come back when you're going to be a man, Jerry. I know all about being a man. There's no one more manly here than me. Well, you, you can know what tell I'm saying. Yourself that sure. So 
when I can look into a man's face and say, you're not a man, Taiwan Walker, Trevor May, come back when you are a man. You would wet yourself if he came and attacked you. <laughs> Why would he attack me? I'd go right for his arm. Well, it, please. He'd swing. You wouldn't I'd duck. get near his I'd arm. I'd work right on his arm, his he injured pretzel stick you. arm. I would snap his pretzel stick sure. arm. Oh, sure. That's barely hanging Coming on. Coming from a guy who's got two toothpicks for legs. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Al broken in half. Listen, if he goes for my, I'll go for his weak arm. He'd go for my weak legs. That'd be a fight. Oh man, there would be no fight. And then I go right for Trevor May's. I love the confidence, arm. though. Yeah. Well, no, Trevor May's not part of this conversation. I'm just fighting Taiwan Walker. You versus Taiwan Walker. Okay. You got no chance. I even liked his pitches. They were going up and whoosh, dropping. Jerry. I think he. I think they he retired nice. all six guys. I don't think a guy got on base against him. Right. I don't think so. Get lost. Yeah. Max Scherzer's surgery must be like these wusses. That's a bulldog. Wuss. I'll tell you if he gets hurt. I, I hope he goes down. I hope I hope Max Scherzer went down into the into the tunnel, went into the locker room and like, hey wuss, get back up there and pitch. Yeah, he didn't do that. He did not do that. So are both uh, are both these guys going to be on there? I don't know. I don't know. Who's Edwin left? Diaz is coming back from the bereavement list, so that's at least you get one arm back in the bullpen. Trevor May, I, I don't know. If you're complaining of arm fatigue in the fifth game, you have a problem. So Edwin Diaz was on the bereavement list. Yeah, I think his grandmother or his grandfather passed away. Well, that I believe. stinks. So he, but he should be back, I believe, right. today for Tuesday night's game. And then um, here we go, Tyler McGill. He's back, Jerry. He's back. The problem is he's facing Zach Wheeler. And a really good Phillies lineup. This is not the Nationals. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We don't I know. Guess. We don't know. He gave you what was it five or six? I forget what he went in his first game, but he was terrific. Tyler McGill. Let's see if he can do it again. By the way, everyone was confusing Tyler McGill's uh, mother for his wife. I well, and I can see why. She looks young. She's a young. These baseball players, Jerry, they have young wives, young is, mothers. But this is what we've we've talked about how many times. You're 52. Yes. When we were young, our grandfathers at 52 looked like they were 90. Yeah, they were very old. Everybody looks younger. Well, they all. So it's not surprising. They all smoked cigarettes with no filters, Jerry. We You're had right. uh, we sat at the bar and drank Schaefer beers, and we had TV dinners. Yeah, and we ate the chocolate and cake. And we were in the happy middle. about it. Well. We, I guess we were. We had we had cheap red meat, and we washed it down with alcohol. And we looked terrible. And cheap vodka. Yeah. And we... Cheap vodka. Best cheap vodka. Pop-off or Majorska? Majorska. You're probably right about Svorsky that. Svorsky vodka. Svorsky? Yeah. <laughs> and then we ate our red meat. Yeah. Barely cooked. We had well, vodka with did. it. Well and done. A beer. Lots of salt. We went right to bed with our acid reflux. We woke up and we went right this back to work. sounds like your Friday night. <laughs> right to bed with your acid reflux. <laughs> Where's my pill? You get up at 3 o'clock to walk the dog. Oh, where's my acid <laughs> reflux pill? Right. So, so that doesn't surprise me that people took her as his mo- as his wife. Yeah, they were like, that. oh, look at how hot his so wife is. So is he married? That I don't know. Or was it just him and his mom's? I guess people just Google. Oh no! Well, his mom had tweeted about him uh, pitching. How excited she was that here we are with our uh, we have Degrom and we have Max Scherzer. But here is here is Tyler McGill starting the opening game of the season, and everyone was like, "Your wife's hot." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, there are some shots for sure that she could pass as his wife." Yeah, and 100%. others where she looks like a mom. Yes, I agree with that. That's that's well said. 
Very right. well said. Depending on the lighting and uh, what's going on in her day, she looks like a mom or a wife. A 30-year-old or wife. a young wife. Yes, 100%. That's very true. But she was uh, very excited, as you might imagine, Jerry, yeah, that people why were confusing her Absolutely. for his wife. There's one shot here with her and her husband, I guess his dad. She looks like his daughter. Is he young, the father? I mean, not as young looking as her, but young looking. Michael Conforto has a very young looking mother. And then there's another shot here where the two of them look old. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Depends on where you're photographed. It's all in the lighting, Jerry. Who'd you say? Stephen Matz's mom? No, uh, Michael Conforto's mom. She's young too? Google her, Jerry, real quick. All right, this is getting a little weird. Weird for you. It's going to be in your history. Michael, well, listen. It's going to be on your computer history. I'm not the like, only what? one that uses this computer. What is, but they they could check. That's the, his mother? They could timestamp it. Yeah. Jeez. That's what I'm talking about. But you about. know what? Same thing. First shot looks like his wife or girlfriend. Next shot, okay, looks like well, his mom. his mother. Yeah. She's doing well. Yeah, she's all doing All these right moms are herself. doing just they are. fine. They're doing just fine. Am I older than all these moms? Probably. You might be. I'd have to be. No, you don't have to be. You're probably in that age range. The mother's age range. Well, because to Tyler McGill, what would you say he is? Twenty-five. Twenty-five, Jerry. I don't. I don't know. Let's see. Age. Tyler McGill is. Uh, 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 blah, blah, blah. He is twenty-six. Twenty-six. So hundred percent. Right. That's the, she'd be twenty-six. Makes total sense. I am. I am double his age. I'm fifty-two. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, even Taiwan Walker is probably what thirty. I would double his age, but you're up there. I would have had a son if he'd have played professional baseball. But I couldn't, you you can't guarantee that. Imagine That's the problem. Taiwan Walker's 29. Imagine the regret you would have to, when when the doctor says, go home with your baby now. <laughs> the doctor? Like, you know what? Can you keep him? <laughs> doctor? Yes, Mr. Dukes. Is this baby going to be a professional baseball player ever? You it will help me in my old age. You just need it not to be a criminal. Right. A serial fine. killer. Oh, well... And the percentage is you have a better chance of your son becoming a major league baseball player than a serial killer. But I have a better chance of like my son going around stealing catalytic converters. No, you don't. That's not true. That's not true. I'm like, um, young Billy, why are there a bunch of catalytic converters in your bedroom? Yeah, I'm stealing them and selling them. Because you right. never spent time with All me, right. Dad. Right. <laughs> you low life old loser. You were busy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that would be a problem. <laughs> So if you had a kid now, yeah. by the time the kid was 15, you'd be 67. Yeah, I need to put it off a little further. I need to be 70. A little 70. further? I need to not care, and that's the age of 70. Oh, All right. So then 15. So in three years, you'll have a child. In three years, I'm going to have a kid, Jerry. Either that or get another dog, because that's gone well. <laughs> I did talk, you know, somebody I, on one of these uh, Greyhound message boards that I'm on. Someone's like, my greyhound is very destructive when I leave the dog home alone. What can I do? And someone's like, get a second one to For companionship. Yeah. And I wrote, or you'll also or you could double your trouble. <laughs> you are, my God, there are people that are glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah. You are so glass half empty glass with half almost empty. everything. Oh, yes. Most things in life. My God. That way you're not that way you set yourself up for it's a good thing you go out to dinner Friday and Saturday because you are depressing. Yeah, no, I'm fun on Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a good time. So who was this third baseman? You said Alec Baum. Baum. Baum from the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I guess a hot mic caught him after his uh, third error. 
I don't know if it's a hot mic as much as you could read his lips. Oh, lip reading. That yes. was it, Jerry. He yelled, uh, I blanking hate this place. Yes, and then I actually, I don't have the cuts in the system yet. I yeah. just got him. I watched his uh, little availability with the media, and he's like, I'm sorry. Because he was in Philly. <laughs> yes, he was getting played. And he said, I bleeping hate this place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he he he, he apologized. He, yeah, he said, like, the moment got the best of me. I don't hate this place. You know, my bad is essentially what he said. And, you know, it's a very real moment. Yes. No, I appreciate it. So he I didn't go it. like, I didn't say that. No. He said, listen, I did it. I get it. But he said, do I really hate this place? I do not. Correct. Well, he was asked point blank. So, so you don't hate this place? Alec, do you hate this place? Eh, what's the right answer? <laughs> I'm Could you say give no. me a minute? Yeah. Let he might t- hate the play. I don't know. Let me ask my attorney what the correct answer Man, is. My goodness. You are not making friends there. If that... What's interesting is they came back and won the game. So it makes it much easier to stand there and yes. apologize. We won. Had they lost and he felt like he was the reason for it, it might have gone even worse for him. I, but they won the game. And I actually think if I was a Phillies fan, I would appreciate that guy they being might. annoyed, yeah. saying he hates this place, and then saying, do I really hate this place? No, but I was ticked off. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate Very that. honest, I thought he was. Very honest. I, and By the way, start to finish. In the moment, he hated that place, and he hated those fans. <laughs> right. You sit back. You look back. No, I don't. Let's they, chill. They say honesty is the best policy. Yeah, not always. Right. Actually, it's good to lie once in a while. Every once in a while, if you could get away with it, <laughs> cover your tracks. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more to get to, including the boring Yankees from last night. 516. Uh, we'll take you to 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, wake up with Metallica, 25 after 5. What's up? Warm-up show till 6 o'clock. We got Boomer and Geo, a very busy Tuesday. Why is that, you say? Well, we got more baseball. We got basketball tonight. The Nets, they play the Cavaliers. And the Yankees lost. The Yankees lost again last night, Jerry. So here's the thing. I thought was uh, this was fun. So uh, the Blue Jays, what, they beat the Yanks 3-0. The Yankees only got four hits. Four. And this uh, fella, the bit, a bit, a bit another of a, Alec by by the yeah, way, yeah, Alec Manoa, yeah, bit of a thick fella. I, you know, I like my baseball players a little thick, Jerry. I do know that this guy's thick. He's got some tattoos. He shut them down. I think they only got uh, one only hit one off, hit off, off him. him. Yeah, and I love this. So Aaron Judge struck out and heard some booze, Jerry. Sure, and he goes. I love he was so quick to defend. Although I always hear, I always hear the booze. Uh, nothing new, nothing, nothing to see here. This isn't uh, anything to do with my contract. If you strike out, you get booed here. Da, da, da. Wrong. We're booing you, cause you're. Um, he has, but he has been booed before. Well, he has. Now they're extra booze. <laughs> there An might extra be. helping of booze. There, by the way, Boo. there very well could be. Don't pay him. There That's what I'd be well yelling, Jerry. Be. Don't pay him cash back. <laughs> Let him go. Let him go. 
for once, Jerry, I would love for a guy to turn down a contract like Aaron Judge did. Yeah. And then no one even come close to offering him I the think, money. Well, no, that's happened. Michael Conforto turned down $100 million from the Mets. It's like, you know when we watch He's Shark... Got no team right now. Remember when we watch Shark Tank? Yeah. Yeah, I guess Conforto's a good, great example. Yeah. So we, we watch Shark Tank, and it's like they've got the four sharks yes. there. I and know exactly like, where you're going with this. Oh, uh, and and then the lawyer will be like, I'm going to make you offer. And then somebody else goes... And then another... Then the guy goes, uh, any other sharks? I, I would jump on that first offer so fast. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Three sharks are out. I know. And then the guy's like, I'll take the deal with you, Damon. Oh, really? Because that deal doesn't exist anymore yep. because now I've got no competition. Yeah. I watched one the other day. I think it was on CNBC from, I want to say it was from 2017. And the person came in. It was like a dog food product, like dog snacks. Dog snacks. And Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. I yeah. want to say offered. So they wanted $250,000. And they were giving up 5% of their business. All right. He says, I'll do your $250,000, but I want 12.5% of your business, and I want like a 10-cent royalty on every box that was sold. He's a big royalty guy. And the guy's like, would you do 9%? No, I'll do 12.5%. And he bargained himself out of a deal. I'm thinking, yes, done. Like, why would you not do that? Right. So stupid. It I really hope, is. I hope Aaron Judge bargains himself right out of this deal. And then the Yankees go, that offer is off the table. Well, the thing We've about got a this, new offer for you, and it's much less. Here's the thing about Judge. A, I believe at least half the fan base is, I mean, just listen to the radio station. Like, you've got guys like Evan, who think Judge did the right thing. You've got guys like Craig that are like, they offered him $230 million, almost a quarter of a billion dollars, you greedy SOB. You know, so you've got that dynamic. You've got others. I'm not sure where – I really don't know where Boomer and, and G were on this. I think they were more in line with, my God, they offered him a lot of money, but kind of could see. I don't really remember. But there are certain people that think you don't jump at that first offer. I look at it this way. That's a lot of money. You haven't been a consistently great player because you haven't consistently stayed on the field. And at the end of this – when he's 37, they're still going to be paying you $30 million. I would be so nervous if I was Aaron Judge. I'd be walking around. I'd be like, first of all, I wouldn't want to be playing. You have to I play. I don't want to get hurt. But you have to play to make more money. What if your femur snaps while you're running for a ball? Your femur could snap, I suppose. Right. And then what? You could get then hit in the face with gone. a fastball and break your jaw and miss three one. months. Let's think of some other There's horrific injuries. What happen. else could happen? By the way, he could have not a great season. Right. I mean, it's a lot of money. And then everyone's like, well, they were really lowballing him this year. No, no, they weren't. They were going to give him what he was expected to make anyway. All right. So they wanted to give him 17 instead of 20, and they're going to go to arbitration for that. They were giving him $210 million after that. Stop. Oh, well, you know, Garrett Cole got, okay, fine. <laughs> Just worry about yourself. And now I have to root against him, Jerry. I will not root against him because I actually think he's a pretty good guy from everything I've heard, but I understand you and others that would. Thank you. I do. I because it's it it comes at, Craig made such a good point yesterday and I and I'm sure others have too, but I heard him say it. And it was basically what his point to Evan was, what do you think? Let's say he has not a, an MVP season. Let's say he has a good season this year. Let's say Aaron Judge gives you what's a good season? You want to say 35 home runs? 
115 RBIs, 100 runs scored. Is that a good season? That's a very good season. Okay. Do you think there will be a team out there that would offer him more than $30.5 million next year per season? I hope not, but who knows? Not, that's not what I'm asking. Oh. I'm asking you if you think there will be a team yes. off of that type of year and what he's done so far that will offer him more. Yes. Okay. I agree with you. What do you think he might get more? And let's say you're also asking them to pay him for another seven or eight years. I'm not talking about a team that's going to give him five years, 38 million. I mean, you know, you're talking six, seven years. How much more per year do you think he'll get? Five million dollars. All right. Evan said maybe six or seven more per year. Look at me and Evan. Two you guys baseball are two guys. baseball guys. Craig's point was over the length of the contract, you're talking about the difference of $50 million. Now, we can sit there and, and poo-poo it, and I'm not. But, again, remember our audience. What di- when you get to these numbers, what difference does it make? No difference. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything in what you do. It's really just an ego thing. And then they'll sit there and say, well, this is his time to strike. How much more do you need? Stop with this, this last time to strike. Good. And I love this, too. Does that mean he's not capable of working later in life if he's bored? I mean, money's not going to be an issue. Well, like the Home Depot? God, everybody sucks. I really... <laughs> Everybody is just the worst. You hear that, Aaron? Even good guys suck. You hear that, Aaron Judge? God. You done pissed Jerry Recco off. Isn't does, it weird, any, Jerry? does anybody not take a page out of Tom Brady's book? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge. You know what Tom Brady's never been? The highest paid quarterback. That's right. But you know what he does? He wins. He just wins, And he baby. plays. And plays. And he gets rid of that ball quickly so he don't, he don't get hit. You're right. That's what I would do. One, two, whoosh, balls out, Jerry. That's how I play as quarterback. Two-step drop ball out. Jerry, is it a playoff-like atmosphere tonight in Brooklyn? Yeah, of course it is. Definitely. Uh, who's favorite? I would, the Who Nets would you think? I would, the Nets? Nets will be, of course. Are the Nets, would it be um, a huge disappointment if the Nets lose? I think it would be, yeah. Huge. Even like though they can like still would be win and upset. get in. Yes, yeah, 100%. You got Durant and Irving. So they lose, they're out. No. What? They lose, they play the winner what of the... What kind of stupid playoffs <laughs> is this? <laughs> then they play... <laughs> if they lose, on? they play the winner of the 9-10 game, which is Atlanta and Charlotte. God. <laughs> that so a, then that's That was this, actually pretty funny. You know what, Jerry? Not a play. I'm not even going to tune this game in. No, but it is it's from nothing this... Game. No, 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 no. It is from the standpoint of your home. Okay. You've got two of the best players on the planet. And you're taking on a good up and coming Cavaliers team that's not ready yet. How many... They got a kid by the name of Darius Garland who's tremendous. They they should not come into Brooklyn and win tonight. They shouldn't. So okay. So then what happens if let's say the Nets lose tonight? Then what happens? If they lose tonight, they play the winner of the Atlanta Charlotte game. And then let's say they lose again. Then they're done. Okay. But if they win, then they're the eight seed. And they'll take on Miami in the first round. If they win tonight, they play Boston. Okay, so let's say they win tonight but lose the next game. They're out. If they if they what? If they win tonight. Then they are the seventh seed, and they play Boston in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, so it's a series. Yes. Okay. Correct. You know, if they win tonight, they're in. They're the seventh seed. But if they lose tonight, they got another play-in game? Correct. <sighs> That's the benefit. So we got to remember, the playoff format used to be one through eight makes the playoffs. So what they did was they made it easier for seven. If you were seven or eight now, you're not automatically in, but they made it easier for you to get in as opposed to being now bringing in nine and ten. That makes sense? A little bit. Nine and ten, got to go win two games. 
the seven eight matchup, you win one, you're in. Got and it. if you lose, you have a chance to still get in. And then the first round of the playoffs is the how many game series? Best of seven. It used to be best of five. Best of seven. It That's is best a lot of, of seven, games. right? That's a lot of games, yeah. Jerry Rego. It used to be best of five, which was a little goofy. But is a, a, the playoff? Think of this. Today's April twelfth. I think the NBA Finals is, finishes like the second week of July. July <laughs> or June or whatever it is. Let's see. Jerry, what would be, be knee deep in the by summer the way, by then? And I said that for this for five hundredth time this morning. You didn't bring up Alejandro Kirk. What did he do? That's your pudgy catcher from the Blue Jays. Oh, how did you not bring him up? Because <laughs> I was focused Thicker on their... a snicker. I was uh, focused on their pudgy pitcher. Let's see, Game Seven Alex of the Manoa. NBA Finals. The late date would be. I'm sorry, it would be middle to the end of June. All right, I guess yeah. So we got two months plus of NBA basketball. Stuff. By the time the NBA basketball season training camps will be starting, <laughs> I'm going to be in a Hawaiian shirt. I'm going to be in. Dad cargo pants. I'm going to be in flip-flops. I'm going to be in the sunglasses. Yeah. A floppy Woody Allen-type hat. June 19th would be game seven. And zinc on my nose. Boy, you sound like a dork. This is what I'm going to be you doing. You can't be doing that. Sipping my ties, Jerry. Oh, my God. Are you going to be walking around with the metal detector looking for quarters in Bradley Beach? In you the look, sand? You look for jewelry, Jerry, not just quarters. You look for watches, bracelets. Diamonds. Diamonds. Yeah. Diamond-encrusted engagement rings. I don't know that a metal detector would pick up the diamonds, though. No, but uh, hopefully there's a ring around it. Oh, that's like, fair. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? You're about the whole ring. Yeah. I meant a diamond that falls out. Oh, no. Or diamond gotta, earrings or no, something. No, I'm going to pick out the whole thing. Have whole you bought thing. the metal detector yet? No. Thank God. Jerry, do you know this fella? The St. Peter's uh, Peacocks, they're going to hire a Wagner's Bashir Mason. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. You're a college basketball Wagner, guy, though. though. I thought we were getting we were going to uh, bump up one of the St. Peter's coaches to uh, become a head coach. That did not happen. Hmm. I wonder if we like uh, this guy. I suppose the problem is he doesn't have a team. They all they all put themselves in the transfer portal. Oh, where are they all going? I saw. Remember the kid Doug Eddert, the mustached kid. He, I believe, committed to Bryant. What? I'm pretty sure he left for Bryant. What is Bryant? <laughs> it's a college who had the leading scorer in the country on their team this year, and Peter Kiss. The guy from Kiss? Peter Chris? The guy who wears Kiss the is cat his name. Makeup? He used to play at Rutgers. He transferred to Bryant. This past year, he was the leading scorer in the country. Bryant is a big-time school, I guess? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Right. I wouldn't say that. If but, this... I mean, in terms of the, the similar level as St. Peter's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. This kid, Doug Eddard, couldn't play at North Carolina? Do you remember what Shaheen Holloway said? Yeah. These kids think they could play <laughs> at Kentucky. They think. That was his word, not mine. Yes, he has transferred to Bryant. Doug Eddard, gone. Wow. Yep. How about that? Hmm. So well, this guy's got to really build his uh, new St. Peter's team. Bashir Mason's got to go out and find find some players. He's better. I they better be back in the tournament next year. Or they will not be. Really? They just last lost half their team. <laughs> you know what? You know what the first year for him is? It's a gimme year. Right. Uh, I, you gave me no much. players. Right. What do you want from me? So is Wagner any good? Can he bring his players from the I, put them in the transfer portal? Yeah. Uh, as Joey Wallard. Matt, that was what? yeah because that was Wagner. Oh my God! I'm blanking. Where is Wagner? That was Wagner Bryant in that championship game. Remember, I played all of oh, yeah. Joey Waller's Joey highlights, Waller and that was Peter Kiz just crushed Wagner for we scored like twenty something points in the first half, and they blew him out. I don't. So Wagner was good. 
Where are they know. at, Wagner? Staten, Staten Island. Island. Oh, so this guy's got an easy commute. Uh, yeah. He probably didn't even have to move. He probably wouldn't have to move. That is true. It's actually a really nice little area in Staten Island. Wagner? Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Hey, you want to go you. to a game next year? Hey, <laughs> no chance. Hey, Bashir Mason. Well, could good you, for you tell me right now, you've yeah. read the stories, did you at least process the nickname of the Wagner team? I don't know who they are. The Seahawks. Oh. How about that? There you go. Stupid knowledge. The Seahawks. Today. Wagner Seahawks. Now he's going to be a St. Peter's I called peacock. a football game at Wagner once with Columbia. Open. It was an open uh, press room. Yeah. Everyone was listening. Sal was with me. Everyone was listening to us. <laughs> you had multiple. Wagner had their guys. Yeah. Me and Sal were going, and people were just staring at you the whole the time. Glue these two dorks. Windows were closed because it was raining out. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a quick break. 5.36. we got more to do, including Boomer and the G at 6 on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on a quarter to six, warm-up show till six o'clock. Boomer and Geo. Then, so far, we've covered a lot, actually. The Mets, the Yankees, two terrible losses. Uh, and that's where we's at. And the Nets play tonight. The Blue Jays have a uh, submarine pitcher, Jerry, which I uh, love. I know, which I would have thought that would have been right up your alley today. Yeah, and he struck out Aaron Judge. Woo-hoo. That was the eighth inning. Adam Simber, I think, is his name. Adam Simber? Simber. I like him. He's like a Kent Colby, Dan Quisenberry type of guy. You know, Can't hit it. Can't touch just, it. I just realized someone on Twitter told us, because I was long asleep by yeah. this point, that there was a David Cohn made a Kent Colby comparison. Oh, is that right? Yes. I have to. I do have my MLB pass. I'll go back and see if I can find it. For yes, you. please, Jerry, please. That'll make your day. Yes, I loved Kent Colby. That guy weighed all of 100 pounds. He wasn't. Submarine. Boy, if you ever hit one back at Kent Colby, you'd have snapped him right in half. <laughs> so you can really relate. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's when those when the Pirates wore those cool hats. Those are kick-ass, Jerry. I guess. I don't really care for kick-ass that. Kick-ass hats. Yeah. A couple of media-related things, Jerry. You know how I love the sports media. Apple reportedly was interested in Bill Simmons and, Mina, and Mina Kimes. I don't under, I don't. For baseball. Why are we trying to reinvent the wheel? But they told them no. Good. You know why? Why is that? Well, I don't know about Mina Kimes. I have no idea. Bill Simmons was probably like, I don't call baseball. Yeah. Like, it's, a, you know, Chris Carlin once said something, and I've never, there's certain things that you never forget, certain right. phrases. and Sure. And I'll never, I, I remember Chris saying, and I don't remember for what job he was up for, or maybe Chris or Dog asked him if he was applying for. And I remember Chris saying, I know what I'm really good at, and I know what I'm not good at. Or I have no experience at. Bill Simmons might have been like, huh? Like, I'm a podcast guy. You want me to go do a baseball game now? I don't know. Maybe he called baseball in college. I have no idea. But, like, what? what Why? Give me a guy that knows how to call the game, and then however you fill in around them, great. But give me – 
You got to have one guy there as the anchor that knows. And I don't care if it's a girl. Or a guy, it doesn't matter. They got to know what the hell they're doing. You need a real broadcaster God. in there, a play-by-play person. Bill Simmons. You want to put Bill Simmons next to that person, Mina Kimes next to that person, all right. Good for him for hey, saying that. What right. Bill Simmons has done in the podcast game is phenomenal. Good for him. I agree with that, what Chris Carlin said. You know what you're good at. Like, I would never take a solo shift here at WFA, right, and see, I'd be a dead see, that's, man. No, you wouldn't be. 100% there, no, I see, would there's, be. Wrong. There's two different things here. There is taking a chance and having some confidence in yourself, especially when you've had a little bite at the apple, and you've had that here. There's no doubt in my mind you could do a solo show. Now, might it suck? Maybe. Might it be amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it might be somewhere in between, but you're not going to turn the mic on and go. I might. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd be fine. But then, but if I asked you tomorrow to, let's see, what would put you completely out of your element? All right. Hosting like the Yankee pregame show. Yes. (laughs) No basis of knowledge. No (laughs) clue who anybody is. And you can study as much as you want. You wouldn't know what the hell you're doing. That's different. That I would tell you, uh, I would let that leave that to the professionals. I'd be like, you guys remember Craig Reynolds? I mean, Craig Nettles. <laughs> be, I'd be like, uh, you guys remember Willie Randolph? <laughs> you guys want to talk about Reggie Jackson? That would be a rough one. That would be hard. Would you would be. be completely out of your element. I'd be better with a Mets pregame. You would be. But still would be pretty terrible. All right, here's a good one for you. All right. What if I told you for good money that MLB Game of the Week pre- and post-game show host was available to you and they wanted you to come in and you could be doing Twins Rockies? No. Right. You would have no idea. what was going on. So that would be something I would tell you, "Mm, maybe you don't take a shot at that because you really have no chance. Maybe that's not your thing. But doing a solo show? Hmm. Come on, man. Grow a set. You could do it. I don't know, Jerry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Right. Uh, Fox Sports, Jerry, is hoping to unveil a glowing football that lights up around the goal line for the USFL broadcasts. Now, I appreciate them trying things, experimenting with the USFL, because we don't want them experimenting one weekend with an NFL game. Be like, all of a sudden, uh, this uh, Patriots-Bills game this week, we're going to have a glowing football. Right. We don't want that. No. We don't want this in the USFL either. I kind of want this in the no, USFL. Stupid. To see if uh, if the ball crosses Stop. the plane of this the goal like line. The, do you know what they have? Replay. <laughs> this is like the stupid puck drag that they did back in the 90s when they got hockey for yeah. a brief time. It was awful. Don't you think some people liked the glowing no, puck? No, I don't. It was universally hated? Uh, yes, I would say that was universally oh. hated. That was terrible. Might be interested in the glowing football. Just give me one. Qu- now, if they did this in the first quarter of all our games this week, we're going to do a glowing football. Fine. It may not work. Uh, we're going to take and then it in take second a quarter. knife to those balls. Then, then we go. Oh, this doesn't work. But you might be in the second quarter going, boy, I really missed that glowing football. Do you really see yourself on a beautiful <laughs> Friday night in Bradley Beach or a Saturday afternoon in Bradley Beach yeah. with the weather getting better? Sitting in your condo watching USS, USFL football to see a glowing ball? No, but I would I would like to I would check out the glowing ball in in um as if I were studying for the NFL to be like, is this something the NFL could I'm pretty could put in. sure and I feel pretty secure saying 
the NFL is never going to have a glowing ball. Oh, is that right, Jerry? Yes, I do believe that. What if you I know told what you use it? a regular football and replay? What if I told you in the seventies we're never going to have a glowing yellow line on the TV? That has nothing to do with it. You would have been. I like, love that what idea. Is this? Liked it the first t- the first time they put that in. I love that. And idea. do you like the golf shot tracker also? Yeah, I do because you know, in golf you can't see. You you can't once they swing the, with the speed of the club that you have no idea where the ball goes. When did they start that? Uh, it's a few years ago at least. Because and, I saw it in, in being a brand new golf fan, Jerry. I was like, "Oh, this is like the Tiger Woods video game." Because in the vi- yeah, golf video games, 100%. they have that tracker. But you got to remember too, though, we're also talking about trying to improve something that's going to have no eyeballs on it. Golf on a regular basis, I don't think does great. The, the Masters do all that stuff great, wonderful. And the even the Ryder Cup does great. The John Deere Classic on a Sunday afternoon is not doing a big rating. So they're trying to enhance the broadcast. The NFL doesn't need any help, last time I checked. What about a glowing football? <laughs> no, no glowing football. Leave our NFL alone. All right. Stop screwing with it. No. John Daly spent the Masters, Jerry, as he normally does, selling merchandise outside of a Hooters. Did you see the video when Donald Trump called him? No, I did not. About two months ago. Called him Russia and Ukraine. He wanted John Daly's take on Russia and the Ukraine? Yes. When you get done, at some point, check out that video. John Daly's at home with, like, his family, and Donald Trump is calling him to talk about Russia. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. This guy, (laughs) dude. I'm surprised you never saw that. I did not see this. Yeah. So he, I just saw a bunch of pictures of him. Uh, you know, he's a, a heavy man now. Mm-hmm. He's got a very long white Santa Claus beard. He and he's hanging out with Hooters waitresses. Every year. Every year, sells his merchandise. Now, I read on there, he's 55 years old. I'm going to be 53. Yes. I feel like I'm light years younger than John Daly. You look light years younger than him. I mean, that that is a guy, though, who is enjoying his life. He's enjoying always the, has the foods he loves. He's had, he still some, smoke messy, he's had some messy divorces. Messy though. divorces. Yes. He's hanging out at Hooters. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're single, you're hanging out at Hooters. Nothing wrong with that. That looked like, by the way, a pretty good Hooters. Because I've been to some bad in Georgia. Hooters. Yeah. You been to some bad? I've been ones? to some bad Hooters in New Jersey. Not great. Okay. That looked like a pretty good Hooters, Jerry. Got it. You know what I'm saying? We'll put that on the list then to go check out uh, the Hooters in Georgia someday. Georgia Hooters. <laughs> all the Hooters in Florida, pretty good Hooters. Surprised we've never, with all the years with CBS Sports Network and Boomer, yeah. and the CBS family, that we've never had the opportunity to do some shows from the Masters. Oh, there you say Hooters. Fine, that or too. Masters, yeah. Or do it from Hooters and let Boomer go, Perfect. go be on the grounds. Right. Why don't we do the show from the Hooters where John Daly's going to be? That would be amazing. Like, that would be fun. Yes, that would be a great well, time. why don't we pitch that for next All right. year? Let's get rolling on that. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, I'm a new golf fan, Jerry. Is Tiger Woods going to play well, next year at the Masters? Fan. Oh, and Hooters fan as well. And I'm not talking about the restaurant. <laughs> a good, good, All right, quick break. When we come back, Al's final story for the hour, and then Boomer and Gio on a Tuesday. Uh, right now, it's an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's Amy Lawrence, and I'm going to read this exactly the way Eddie wrote it. (laughs) Can I? (laughs) I can't? All right, well, I'll say it this way. If I replace one word with another word, can I? Hit the dump button if I can't. This is what Eddie wrote. Why the Lakers sucked butt this year.
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes till we get to the top of the hour. Uh, both Mets Yankees lost. If you turn the Mets off early, well, you missed it. The Phillies scored five runs in the eighth inning, and you got the Nets playing in their play-in game tonight against Cleveland. Out. Jerry, after this week, there will only be three Kmart's left in the entire country. How sad. That was Very my childhood. Sad. Kmart was? Well, I mean, yeah, we used to go there, sure. What we were your other stores, department stores? Sears. Sears? Sears was a big one. See, I would say Sears, JCPenney, and then Kmart when you were running quickly for something. Right. What about Bradley's? Uh, not so much. Yes, we went there, but not so much. Caldor? Yeah, I liked Caldor, Caldor back in the day. Good. Caldor, Caldor was, was taken over by Kohl's near me. They were like, uh, and then I feel like Target just did what those stores were doing. But did it better. How? Which always comes back to your negative thoughts on life. Yeah. Why try it? Someone else did it. Yes. Well, there was Coke. Why would Pepsi start? Or vice versa. So Go do it better. So Target, you think at some point Target was like, this Caldor, they yeah, don't know better what better products, cleaner stores. Yeah. They do have clean stores. Yeah, Target's tremendous. I like Walgreens. Lots I love of, Walgreens. Well, it's a drugstore, though. Walgreens, CVS. Yeah, but you can do a lot in those places. Yeah, yeah but doesn't Target actually, in some places, actually have a CVS inside they of do. it? They do. Yes, they do. 100%. That's smart. That's smart real estate purchase. You know, and Kohl's now has Sephora in it. The ladies' makeup yes. place. Yes. That's a big draw now, too. Is that They're right? putting them on the, on the sign outside. How about that? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.